Here's the Lotus Kenneth Anderson's podcast, and it's the 9th of January 2022. The time is 19.49, and it is Sunday. Now today we are going to be talking once again about uh, the scriptures that we have been talking about in the Danish podcast also. But before we do this, I like to address something that has been bothering me for quite a while. And that is that it's going to be very difficult for me to convince people that they actually are under this uh, mind control that I've been talking about for many years. Used a lot of hours on it. Why is it so difficult to explain people's uh, own enslavement, how they have been tricked, how they have been positioned in a way that they have actually allowed other people to alter their mind. Well, it's basic, very simple, really, when you consider the vast impact of the dead screen that we call our best friend, uh, the television, or also our uh, cell phone. This is where we get our news. This is where it basically tells us what to believe in. This is uh, how reality looks like. So we do not really have anything for ourselves, basically. The decision-making has been taken over, has been swept away from us. We do not really take decisions anymore. We just make an observation about what our phone is is telling us and most probably we're going to choose uh, what fits us the most uh, society-wise or what uh, is the most accepted thing that we can uh, uh, or how our opinion can be used or how our opinion can be molded um, or Let me explain it a little bit more in detail. Uh, Basically, if I say that I refuse to get the jab, well, basically, I'm going against society. I'm going against the government who has spent many, many millions of uh, dollars on a campaign advocating these jabs. So, basically, I'm going against society, against the vast majority of people. But the vast majority of people have been molded by the television. They have really not been taking their own situation or their own decision-making into their own hands. So the question is, are we allowing other people to take the decisions for us? Are we being pushed a certain way because it is more comfortable for us to have a certain opinion in society rather than having the complete opposite opinion in society. And of course, when you ask yourself these questions, you might come to the conclusion that uh, you and I are, in fact, under a certain amount of mind control. They have been talking for two years now about this uh, disease that now it shows that it's basically a common cold. But the problem is they keep on talking about it. There have to be a reason for this, of course. As I've been explaining many times before, it's because they have to push the fear in a certain direction in the general population. They have to be fearful of this disease, but they also have to be fearful of not complying to the government. Because eventually the government is going to allow the military to take people away from their homes Uh, because that is the plan. The plan is to make people afraid of the police and the military coming and taking them away so that they can have their dictatorship. They can have a society that looks like China or looks like North Korea. That is their plan. It is not uh, a good and decent plan that they have in mind for us, the people who rule over us. Uh, the politicians who are basically simply just uh, actors who uh, are working for the basically pharmaceutical companies. In order for us to obey them, we have to trust them. We have to, we have to 
see the basic common sense in obeying them. And when we cannot see the common sense in obeying them, we still keep on obeying them. Why? Well, because our mindset is basically <laughs> been molded that direction. We have had a state-run education. Uh, we have been molded by society to trust in our government, so much so that even the state-run media, uh, we trust that media because we have been conditioned to do so. We do not really think that the state-run media is lying to us, deceiving us and putting us in the wrong direction, deciding our opinion, deciding what we can talk about and what we cannot talk about, basically molding our personalities, basically molding our deepest inner core as a human. But this is something that I have to counteract. That is why I make this podcast, all the 14 or 1500 of them, in order for me, myself, to get away from uh, the mind control. Now, what is the mind control, you might ask? Well, of course, it is uh, what I call the garbage can that we all eat from. We are all consuming of it, uh, and we allow ourselves to be uh, um, occupied by it, but also uh, become affected by it in a negative direction, of course. What is the garbage can? In my case, you can only define your garbage can, and I can only define mine. So it may differ a bit, but in my case, it is uh, violent video games, violent movies, movies who portray people's bad behaviors as something that you can allow yourself to be entertained by, the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or the rest of the crap, and also the mainstream media that constantly tells you lies about what you need to fear and tells you the solutions to your fears. You can see it in the past where it was uh, terrorism we have to be afraid of and the Muslims who had to be blamed for it. Now it is a disease uh, that we have to be afraid of and the blame for not uh, allowing the country to be opened up is of course uh, the people who have refused to get the jab. So we are dividing uh, society up into A and B, and the B team is going to uh, eventually be, be pulled out of society. And the problem with that is the A, uh, the A team <laughs> is also going to be slowly but surely wiped out uh, uh, on the face of the earth. Why? Well, because the people who are behind the power structures basically are worshipping um, a very evil uh, spirit. And we know for a fact that it is occurring in some places like Bohemian Grove, for example, or uh, the Builder Work Group, or any other of the secret societies that basically pull the strings and the politicians decide what they can and cannot talk about. And also they own the mass media, and particularly, of course, Google and Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, and the rest of the mass media. So they decide what we can occupy our mind with. They decide if it is, for example, the Me Too movement that has to be pushed forward uh, in order for... Um, in order for uh, people, uh, in particularly in uh, the press, um, this institution has to go because a government needs to only control uh, or have under their control two or three uh, news outlets before they can have a propaganda machine that tells the population everything they need to think about. So they do what they are told. So you see, we are under a mind control game, if we like it or not, so to speak. And my job is to get you out of it. My job is to get you to think in a completely opposite direction than you might have been used to. So what is the direction that I want you to think about, uh, the direction that I want you to head in, well, I, of course, want you to become a loving and caring and kind human being uh, filled with 
love and kindness for your fellow human beings. I want you to, in your thoughts, in your thought processes, become a human being that actually cares about other human beings at a more deeper level than you have ever imagined before. Because at our inner core, we are uh, loving and caring and kind humans. We are everlasting love and kindness. Why can I say this? Well, because our creator is like this. And how can I prove that there is a creator behind it all? Basically, very simply put, um, we human beings, we are currently 7.8 billion humans on this planet, and we all come from the same place. We come from an egg and a sperm cell, uh, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, and so forth and so on. That means that we come from something that you could place in the head of the top of a needle, but you could also place that in the head of the top of a needle. That's our father and mother. But you could also place that in the head of the top of a needle. That's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. Now, I see that as a pretty intelligent maid. Therefore, there have to be an intelligent creator behind it all. I know that his name is uh, Jehovah God, the Almighty One. I know that he wants us human beings to get away as fast as humanly possible for, from this uh, impact that the garbage can can have o- over us. We might feel delusionized. We might feel confused in this society. We might feel alone and sad. We might feel all these bad human emotions and we might even wonder where they come from. And of course, when I tell you it, it basically comes from the uh, dead object, the screen that you call your best friend or your smartphone, many people will <laughs> shake their head in disarray. They do not really want to believe that this is actually where their problems lie. This is where um, their problems in their um, inner thought processes lie. Because, as I've been talking about many times, it's very important that you and I start to meditate at least a half an hour every day so that we do not allow outside sources to enter our mind. And when we do this, we get in contact with our deepest inner core, which is love and kindness. And this love and kindness, then we can work from within our deepest inner core and outwards. And when we counteract or when we get into contact with bad negative human personality traits within ourselves, or even our thought patterns, our inner voice, well, then we can confront that that inner voice. Then we can do something about it. And eventually we're going to pull uh, the volume button or push the volume button down on this inner voice that perhaps is constantly telling us bad things about ourselves and others. And then we can start our meditation practice by um, turning the volume button up on a more loving and caring and kind voice deep inside ourselves. And this voice is the voice of reason. This is the voice of Jehovah God, the Almighty One. We can actually uh, fine-tune our radio to receive the signal from Jehovah God. But we have to be aware of the danger of mixing mixing the two channels together. We cannot do this. We cannot be occupied with garbage from the garbage can and still try to tune our channel in the direction that Jehovah God wants us to tune our channel in or tune our human behavior in. So If you do not really want to go that route, and I cannot blame you, well, then there's no reason for you to listen on at my podcast because we are going to uh, read out loud uh, from uh, from the Bible, and in particularly, we're going to analyze it so, uh, and of course, this is my own interpretation, but... But you're going to realize that my interpretation is something that I have been thinking deeply about. I have really been uh, time-consumed by what does it, what does 
Jehovah God really want us to have as knowledge today that he also wanted people to have back then. Because this is a very old book, two or three thousand years. So what can pages from two to three thousand years ago tell us about human behavior? Well, of course, uh, when we get started, you are going to realize uh, quite a lot. Why? Well, because basic human personality traits, and particularly the negative ones, have always been pulling people in a wrong direction. Jealousy, um, thinking badly about other human beings, uh, gossiping about other human beings, basically having evil thoughts about each other all day long. You you could say to yourself, I do not have bad thoughts or evil thoughts all day long, but I will going to guarantee you that when you start meditating, you're going to realize just what your inner voice is really telling you about yourself and about others. And perhaps you're going to realize that it is not as so pleasant of a voice. And of course, you can do something about it, I cannot. So it's up to you to change your inner voice uh, to the better. Because it is going to provide you with a more comfortable life. It's going to provide you with a more uplifting life. Uh, you're going to look at the future in a more bright light, so to speak. Because uh, as we dive deeper into it, you're going to find out that every person on this planet, when we die, we're going to get a resurrection from Jehovah God, the Almighty One, through the res resurrected Jesus Christ, of course. So we have to keep our faith in mind so that we actually think very carefully about what is the person that Jehovah God approves of, or who is that person? Because people who were approved of Jehovah God in the past can actually teach us something about human behavior because Jehovah God has not really changed for thousands of years. He wants the same thing for us humans or from us humans. He wants a loving and caring and kind person filled with joy and happiness, but also filled with the knowledge that you have to stay close to Jehovah God and his spirit and his mindset in order for you to receive the Holy Spirit from Jehovah God and in particularly uh, love and kindness from Jehovah God because he is the source of love and kindness. So you have to have a mindset that constantly uh, pulls you in the direction uh, of Jehovah God. But we also have or are going to be aware of the fact that we have a magnet. And this magnet is always pulling us in the wrong direction. We have basically been raised like this. It is basic human nature to be deceived and to believe the deceiver. So getting out of it can be a bit tricky. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy, But what I'm going to tell you is, it is worth, worth the effort. You are going to, when you take these small steps, you are going to realize that these small steps lead you into the arms of Jehovah God, the Almighty One, and away from uh, his opponent, Satan and his demons. Now, Satan and his demons can be worshipped. A lot of people do it, uh, in particularly in the secret societies, also in Bohemian Grove. You can look it up on YouTube. This is where very evil people get the spirit of the evil one. And uh, he is also a master of deception, of course. So he and his spirit learns uh, learn people or they learn from him uh, what is the best uh, way to lie to people so that they believe us, and they use the mass media in order for their plan to, to be sugar-coated, so to speak. But their end plan is, 
uh, a world government with a one world army and uh, eventually they're going to be wiping out uh, 90% of the human population. Why? Well, because the elite, the very men at the top, has decided that we do not really uh, need these people because they are only consumers. And basically, we can eat more easily control uh, 900 million people uh, instead of uh, 7.8 billion people. I, of course, hope that Jehovah God is uh, going to intervene in the conditions on this planet so that their plan for this one world government is not going to get into intuition. But I do not know this. I cannot predict the future. I can see in the Bible that dark clouds is heading our way. So I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to uh, say that uh, society today and the politicians and the people behind the politicians are very loving and caring and kind persons. On the contrary, they are actually what the Bible clearly states, they are wolves in sheep clothing. They are uh, evil human beings that have uh, put on a show. They are basically actors uh, acting their part in their role. And in that process, they're going to deceive people into believing them. And eventually, people are going to realize this, but then it's going to be too late. So this is the current situation of this planet that we are currently entering a not-so-pleasant future for humans. Why? Well, because people have a tendency to constantly allow other people uh, to decide what they can and cannot do. They decide basically the freedoms that the people have. And in that process, people are going to lose their freedoms. You might say, well, shouldn't you be rebellious? Shouldn't you uh, go outside and scream and shout at the top of your lungs? Well, what's the reason or what's the point really? If I can see that the end result is that I'm not in any way, shape or form going to uh, shape society in a, a different direction than it is headed, then, well, it's basically me uh, trying to push a, a, a rock up the hill or a mountain. It cannot really be done. So why bother? Why bother making all these podcasts, you might ask, where I tell my side of the story and where I try as good as I can to actually get my own mindset in the direction that Jehovah God approves of. And in that process, then I also hope that you out there is also going to take this journey with me. So let's start this journey. We have come to the first one, I believe. The first one was Matthew, Matthew 26, 33, yes. It's a very important uh, topic here. It says here from 31, Then Jesus said to them, uh, all of, uh, sorry. Then Jesus said to them, All of you be, will be stumbled in connection with me on this night, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered about. But after I have been raised up, I will go ahead of uh, you into Galilee. But Peter, in response, said to him, Although all the others are stumbled in connection with you, I will never be stumbled. Jesus said to him, Truly I say to you, on this night before a rooster crows, you will disown me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I should have to die with you, I will by no means disown you. 
all the other disciples also said the th- same thing. So this is uh, basically human nature in action. The disciple clearly states, stated here that they were never going to uh, betray or uh, shun Jesus in any way. But we know what happened. Basically, every person that had known Jesus at the end uh, shunned him, refused to allow or say that they had anything to do with him. So there lies a more deeper meaning here. It is not a pleasant um, one because we people, we do not really want to be confronted with our own decisions, so to speak. I have also been talking a lot about the Merciful Samaritan. um, And of course, when I talk about the Merciful Samaritan, it is basically a righteous person or a person who thinks that he is righteous that comes to Jesus and asks him, well, who is my next of kin? And Jesus said to him, well, there was a man who fell uh, in the hands of robbers and they left him half dead in the gutter. And then a Levite came by and he felt truly disgusted by the man who lay there in the gutter and he went on his way on the opposite side of the road. Later on, another one came, a priest came by, Jehovah's Witnesses, you could call him, came by and also felt truly disgusted by this person lying in the gutter uh, that had felt ill from the robbers, and he also went on the opposite side of the road. Now, later on, a person, a Samaritan, came by riding on his donkey, and he felt truly sorry for that person lying in the gutter. He uh, dismounted his donkey. He took that person and cared for his wounds, took that person on his donkey and took him to a shelter and actually paid the headmaster of the shelter uh, money and said to him, when I return, I'm going to uh, pay what this man has cost you uh, further than these, these, uh, uh, these silvers or this money that I give you now. So Jesus returned to the man who has asked this question and said, well, who do you think was the next of kin for the man who felt uh, ill from the robbers? Well, the one who showed mercy, the man says. Well, Jesus said, well, then you go out and do the same thing yourself. So are we really going to do the same thing ourselves? Are we really going to take a deep dive in our own human personality mess and ask ourselves this question? Basically, no. We can see it in society today. Of course, there's a lot of people who show themselves as merciful Samaritans, but they also, because let's face it, let's take uh, this... um, extreme case out of the equation. Let's say that it is a person who needs your help, but it is not some something serious, something life-threatening. It is simply just a person who wants to talk to you. Are you going to reject that person? Are you going to refuse that person to receive loving-kindness from you? That is also a serious question. Because if you take the extreme case out of it and ask yourself, am I really a loving and caring and kind person like the merciful Samaritan? Well, when we are confronted like this, many people refuse to go further than this. They say no to it. They go back into what they usually do with the garbage from the garbage can. And, of course, if you occupy your mind uh, many hours with bad human personality traits, uh, violent personality traits, uh, looking at uh, torture and all the rest of the evil things that humans can do to each other, 
Well, then you get hardened a little bit. You should actually feel disgusted by it. If you see another person get hurt, if you see another person uh, that uh, is tortured or killed, even in movies, you should feel disgusted and you should feel repelled by it and you should actually say no to it and push it away. Why? Well, because if you keep on watching it, you're going to be hardened by it. Well, then it's next time or next the next day that you occupy your mind with this garbage from the garbage can, it is not so bad as it was the first time. And then the next day and next day, and when time goes by, all of a sudden you actually can go or take a more deeper dive into this evil crap that you now have accepted in your life. Now, maybe it is not simply just watching torture. Maybe it's um, watching people get hurt. Maybe it's um, people doing bad things to animals, people who do bad things to humans. Basically, the negative human personality traits is now a part of your entertainment. So the question is, is it good for you? Is it going to provide you with a loving and caring and kind personality? Or is it providing you with a personality like uh, these two persons, the priest and the Levite? Because the priest and the Levite was worshippers of Jehovah God, the Almighty One. They were even closer to Jehovah God. They were even people who should really read uh, the scriptures very closely and live by them. So they should show love and kindness to Jehovah God and also to their fellow human beings. So something happened in their life where they hardened themselves uh, so that they did not show mercy for the person who felt ill by the robbers. So these are the questions in mind that when you ask yourself these questions, you might get a little bit uh, a short answer from yourself. So this is what my podcast is all about. It is basically pointing out that you could, in fact, be hardened in your mind. You could, in fact, have a mindset that is not pleasant, uh, especially to Jehovah God. Because if you want to be close friends with Jehovah God, you need to have a personality like he has. <laughs> and of course, he's not going to change his personality to benefit yours. You have to change your personality in order for you to get close to Jehovah God, the Almighty One, and away from uh, Satan and his demons. Now, why can I say that Satan and his demons exist? Well, if you look at um, Alex, where he went undercover and uh, infiltrated uh, Bohemian Grove, you can also uh, write this, uh, Alex in Bohemian Grove, you will see that these 28 uh, to 3,000 people who have all the power in the world, perhaps they're going to or are receiving the evil spirit of the world. Because, uh, let's face it, the whole world is in the evil's power. Meaning, if you, if you can remember the story of uh, uh, Jesus was confronted with Satan, and Satan asked him or said to him, if you are going to simply just worship me one time, I'm going to give you all the kingdoms of the world because it has been given me. So, that is why I can say that the entire world is in the evil's power. He is controlling it, so to speak. But he is not controlling our mind uh, simply just yet. We can actually decide what we put through our eyes and ears. We can actually, as humans, decide to say no, believe it or not. And when we say no... We actually say yes to Jehovah God, the Almighty One. We actually say yes to step, uh, one step 
away from Satan and his demons and one step towards Jehovah God, the Almighty One. And when we take these small steps every day, he is eventually going to notice that he is a person on planet Earth that is not like the other persons, that is not <laughs> consuming itself with all this bad crap, this garbage from the garbage can. We have to remember the story of Noah's days, uh, where uh, Jehovah God looked down on Earth and saw that every person's Uh, mind or thoughts were evil all day long, and he regretted to have ever created humans on this planet. But Noah and his family was righteous, was righteous in Jehovah God's eyes. So he basically was taken in by Jehovah God, and the rest of them was um, basically defect. They had actually altered their mind so much so that Jehovah God could not really do anything about it. <laughs> He could simply just make a world that flooded and start over again with Noah and his family. So if we are not going to allow that to occur to us, we have to take the spoon into our own hands and start feeding ourselves with something good and decent and stop refusing or say no to the garbage from the garbage can, stop uh, this uh, constantly feeding ourselves with this crap that makes us ill emotionally. And eventually we're going to, when we stick, take these steps uh, further further away from the dead object, the screen that we call our best friend, we're going to feel more relaxed. We're going to feel more at ease with ourselves. We're going to find our deepest inner core uh, and then we're going to find a more pleasant experience to be alive, so to speak. Because we have a relationship with Jehovah God that he can approve of. So when you close your eyes, you get in contact with your deepest inner core, then I would highly recommend that you start praying to Jehovah God, the Almighty One, in the name of Jesus Christ, so you also recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all, this is through his sacrifice that we all get this resurrection uh, from the dead. So why not take this opportunity to take these small steps back into the arms of uh, Jehovah God, the Almighty One? Now, let's take the last one here. Of course, uh, the Danish podcast lasted three hours, so there's a lot of more, or there was a lot more scriptures that I went through. But these are simply just the two first ones that I made in the English, and uh, sorry, in the Danish. And now I'm going to take this in the English. And of course, I have to, yes, 59. So we are come to Isaiah 59. And of course, um, I believe this is, uh, let's see here, I believe it's David that talks about it, but I have to check, uh, let's see here. No, of course not. Uh, it is, uh, let's see here, uh, 59. Is there anything about this? Uh, no. But... Um, you have to uh, take into consideration that uh, people were actually living like they were in Noah's days. So that is why when I read this out loud, it's not going to be pleasant for your ears, I can guarantee it. But we have to learn something from it. We have to learn from the past mistakes that people have made up on through history. So let's just read out loud here um, from uh, Isaiah 59. Look, the hand of Jehovah is not too short to save, nor is his ear too dull to hear, nor uh, know you know your own errors have separated you from your God. Sorry, again, one more time. No, your own errors have separated you from your God. 
Your sins have made him hide his face from you, and he refuses to hear you. For your palms are polluted with blood, and your fingers with errors, your lips speaks lies, and your tongue mutters unrighteousness. No one calls out for righteousness, and no one goes to court in trustfulness. Sorry, truthfulness. They, the truth is on reality. Oh, sorry, or emptiness. The truth is uh, emptiness, and speak what is worthless. They conceive trouble and give birth to what is harmful. They hatch eggs of a poisonous snake, and they weave the cobwebs of a spider. Anyone who eats their eggs will die, and the eggs that is crushed hatches a wiper. Their cobweb will not serve as a garment, nor will they cover themselves with what they make. Their works are harmful, and deeds of violence are in their hands. Their feet run to do evil, and they hurry to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are harmful thoughts. Ruin and misery are in their way. They have not known the way of peace, and there is no justice in their tracks. They make their roadways crooked. No one threatening on them will know peace. That is why justice is far away from us, and righteousness does not overtake us. We keep hoping for light, but look, there is darkness. For brightness, but we keep walking in gloom. We group for the wall like blind men. Like those without eyes, we keep grouping. So groping. We stumble at high noon as in evening darkness. Among the strong, we are just like the dead. We all keep groveling like bears and cawing mournfully like doves. We hope for justice, but there is none. For salvation, but it is far away from us. For our revolt are many before you. Each of our sins testifies against us. For our revolt are with us. We will know our errors. We have transgendered, or sorry, transgressed and denied Jehovah. Sorry, again, one more time. We have transgressed and denied Jehovah. We have turned our back on our God. We have spoken of oppression and revolt. We have conceived lies and muttered false words from the heart. Justice is driven back, and righteousness stands far off. For truth has stumbled in the public square, and what is upright is unable to enter. Truth has vanished, and anyone who turns away from bad is plundered. Jehovah saw this and was displeased, for there was no justice. He saw that there was no man and he was astonished that no one uh, interceded. So interceded. So his own arm brought about salvation, and his own righteousness supported him. Then he put on righteousness like a coat of mail and the helmet of salvation on his head. He put on the garment of vengeance as his clothing, and wrapped himself with seal like a coat. He will reward them for what they have done, wrath to his adversaries, retribution to his enemies, and to the island he will repay their dues. From the sunset they will fear the name of Jehovah, and from the sunrise his glory, for he will come in like a rushing river, With the spirit of Jehovah driven, or with the spirit of Jehovah drives along, to Zion the representative will come. To those in Jacob who turns from transgression, declares Jehovah. As for me, this is my covenant with them, says Jehovah, my spirit that is on you, and my word uh, that I have placed in your mouth. They will not be removed from your mouth from the mouth of your children, or from the mouth of your grandchildren, says Jehovah, from now on and forever. 
So you might have noticed here that uh, Jehovah God is not pleasant or pleased with people on earth. He, he is actually very angry with them. Why? Well, because they have started this journey of the evil path that only leads to a dark place. So the question is, are we led as humans to a dark place? Are we led by the garbage from the garbage can? Because when we ask ourselves this question, we might come to the conclusion that, yes, perhaps we are. Now the question comes, what to do about it? Because I cannot really do anything about your current situation. You cannot do anything about mine. But what I can do is provide you with a solution that takes these small steps in the direction of a more loving and caring and kind human being. When you meditate, what what could you meditate over? You could meditate over, you have a crawl with your neighbor, you have a bad temper, you might be wrongdoing other people, you might have a very deceitful or even a very what you call it, uh, when you gossip a lot, when you talk ill about other people behind their back, you might be confronted with this during your meditation. Then it comes up to you to decide if you're going to push these bad negative human behaviors away from you, of course accept them, but also accept the fact that you can actually change your personality to the better. You can actually get rid of these bad human negative personality traits. And when you do this, well then you can open up to a more pleasant spirit to enter your life. The spirit of Jehovah God, of course. And when you allow him to enter your life, his spirit, you are going to be waking up every morning I'm not going to say with a smile on your face, but you are going to wake up uh, in the morning knowing that you are in the hands of Jehovah God, the Almighty One, and in particularly, you are going to show Jehovah God that you are the one or one of the persons on this planet that are going to be taking the journey uh, further. When you die and get a resurrection, you are going to... Um, be resurrected with similar-minded people, meaning that if you are a loving and caring and kind person, you're going to receive a resurrection with other like-minded people. But it is also true at the opposite scale. If you are a not-so-decent person, if you are a person who rummaging through the garbage can, if you are a person who have negative human personality traits that you refuse to alter to the better, then your resurrection might be uh, with similar people, people who also have a bad human personality traits that they have to alter and they refuse to do so. Uh, so now you are placed <laughs> with the surroundings of people who are basically evil all day long. I'm not going to say that you cannot change this, but I would say I would rather be placed with a in a place in the resurrection where I am with like-minded people of beauty, of loving-kindness. And of course, I also know in the past, Jehovah God has had a, a cutting point. You saw it in Noah's days. Basically, it was only Noah and his family that was righteous and the rest of them were basically wiped out. Uh, their thoughts were evil all day long. They could not really change their mindset they want the, or sorry they didn't want to change their mindset so that is the problem today people do not want to realize that perhaps the garbage from the garbage can the propaganda machine has a negative impact on them and their mindset and they are going to keep on being pulled away in this bad negative direction so the question lies can we in fact with our own willpower uh, get by or get out of this out of this no of course not we have to uh, put it in the hands of jehovah god the almighty one 
And then he is going to provide us with the tools so that we can keep on this journey to everlasting love and kindness. And when we do this, I'm going to guarantee you, in particularly when you start meditating half an hour to an hour every day, you get a mindset that is much more pleasant, that is much more calm, that is much more in tune with Jehovah God, the Almighty One. And of course, you have to read the Bible. You can download it for yourself. You can read it uh, at the homepage jw.org. But I, of course, am not one of Jehovah's Witnesses. I have to say this. I do not really believe that uh, Jehovah God has an organization here on earth, and I have been explaining this many times before why I, I say this. It is up to you yourself to take the journey to everlasting love and kindness. You have to take a serious reconsideration of what is good and what is bad and say no to what is bad. Because this is really what Jehovah God wants us to do as humans. He wants us to basically sort our own crap out, so to speak. So are you willing to do this? Am I willing to do this also is the question. Because I could say that I'm going to do this and not do it at all. That would make me a hypocrite, of course. But I could also do it, make the work, make the effort into really be very thoughtful about what I put through my eyes and ears and what I refuse to allow to be put through my eyes and ears. So... In conclusion, I hope uh, that my podcast or my rant here was beneficial for you. I hope that there was at least something that you could use in your life. There were some thoughts or ideas that I now have put in your mind that could help you become an even more better, beautiful, more happy and loving and caring and kind human being. and start becoming aware of the bad negative influences in your life and start cutting them off from your life. That is the best advice that I can give you. And of course, I uh, hope that you love each other and are kind to one another and that you also, when you start this journey, know that you are not alone that you have the greatest force on the planet or in the universe, the Holy Spirit of Jehovah God, available to you all the time, especially when you remember to close your prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. So, this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It is the 9th of January, 2022. The time is 2042, and it is uh, Sunday. Bye.